Hey friend, it's me, Candice, from our little podcast, Not a Single Fork, where we try to make all things food and cooking fun for you, but also offer up some helpful advice and guidance along the way. I'm here in my bedroom, obviously, with my trusty co-host, Cleo the Cat. She's relaxing, as you can see. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say thanks for listening. As we trample all over the food world's icons and their ivory tower kitchens and restaurants, we do that in part to entertain ourselves, but mainly to help you find ways to cook more at home, enjoy it, and stop putting so much pressure on yourself. So I created a free recipe checklist that you can find on our website. It'll help you through your cooking adventure. So you can find it at thegirlcancook.com. Now, here's today's episode. <laughs> Are you giving it all away? Are you giving away our secrets? <laughs> I'll do, uh, let's do knife hacks to start. Okay. Knife hacks for 200? Yes. <laughs> I will take knife hacks for 200, please. Uh, well, here we are. Yes. Yes, yes. again. So I'm Candace. I'm Natalia. And this is not a single fork, just another podcast about food and cooking, but we're keeping it real. Real, real. Knife hacks. Knife hacks, yeah. All right. This looks like a shorty. It is. I mean, you know, here's the thing. We used to do a knife skills class. We did. And people would request knife, knife skills. skills class, yeah. And then the class would hardly ever fill. I mean, well, it would fill eventually. Eventually. But it took forever. So I think there's like a disconnect between people's desire to have knife skills versus actually doing working it. on knife skills. Well, I mean, it's like anything, right? You want to be able to pick it up and do it correctly right away. Right away. No, no practice. Know, no downtime. No downtime. Just go I've for it. I've never done it before, but I watched it on TV. <laughs> so I should be able to do it. I should be able to do it. I see all these uh, celebrity chefs doing all this chop, chop, choppy. Yeah. Because guess what? They do it all day, every fucking day. Yeah. And that's why they're so fast at it. It's not, there's no magic trick to becoming fast. I mean, yeah, okay, you need to have I mean, the right tools. Some, well, there are some people who are faster and some people who are slower, yeah. but that's just by nature. I mean, you know, so. <laughs> there's no magic pill. No. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's just like losing weight. Yeah. And you're not going to come to a knife skills class and then leave and be proficient. No. And we tell people that coming in is that you have to, I mean, we're going to show you how to hold a knife. Mm -hmm. We're going to show you how to make the cuts, Mm -hmm. but then it's up to you to practice Yep, because it's up to you to do the hard part. That's right. (laughs) We can't do that. No. So what are the hacks you got? Okay. So was this an article? This was an article. Actually, this was an email. And, you know, some of it is like, uh, I don't know about that. You know, like the, someone sent you an email. No, oh, it was just like, I you know, see. like one of the, you know, news, newsletter, newsletter things. Okay. So it was five knife hacks in five minutes. Okay. Now, I don't think that it has to do with you could perform all these within five minutes. Maybe it was like a five minute read. Oh, I okay. Because I understood it as you perform this in five well, minutes. Well, I don't think that you can do that. Let's and see. if you do and you don't know what you're doing, I think you're going to cut your arm off. Mm. So 
there you go. So the first one I find very interesting. <laughs> so they're talking about when you prep garlic. Yes. And a lot of times when we would prep garlic in class, people would complain about the smell of garlic on their fingers. Right. Mm -hmm. And we gave them a solution. We would give them a solution. Well, here's an here's a kind of a. I don't think I'm gonna like this one. No, you're not gonna like this one at all. <laughs> so, they, you know, kind of going off this advice that we would give them, which we'll tell you in a moment, which we will share. Get the <sighs> smell. I know. Prepare yourself. Get the smell off your fingers by gently and carefully. Rubbing your fingers on the side of your knife, allowing the metal to absorb the garlic. Do not rub your fucking hands do on Do not do that. Knife. Just do not do that. There mm. are so many. Okay. <laughs> the What works here is stainless steel. Right. And that is true. That is a true statement. That is true. Stainless steel does neutralize the smell of garlic. So if you have it on your hands, you wash your hands... You rub your hands on something that is made of stainless steel. Like a sink. Like a sink. Or a spoon. Something not sharp. Something that's not going to cut your hand. I just, I read, oh, that was the bad. first one I read and I was like, oh, oh no, no. That's such bad no. advice. <laughs> I mean, even for people that know what they're doing, I mean. I would then, never do that. I would never do I that. I would never ever do that mm -mm. no mm -mm. don't do that okay so that's a big no-no don't do that one then okay this one i'm okay with it you have to have a good grip yes and <clears throat> grip the base of the blade with your index finger and thumb on either side next yes. wrap your other fingers around the handle now yes. i was looking for something to give them an example i have many knives i know there. do you want me to go get one yeah, if you want to okay so I have many knives in my kitchen. If you can, you imagine that because I'm a chef, so I have a lot of knives. But I don't think I don't recommend, and I don't, re I never recommended in class that people would hold down onto the blade. Now, I yeah, do I hold down onto I the blade? Too. Yes, I do. I hold like this when I cut. But I think when you're learning how to hold a knife, I think you need to go for the handle. So guys, if you can't see this, it's because you're only listening to us. And that's okay. And that's fine. But if you want to see this, go to YouTube at the girl can cook. That's our, that's our little podcast. What do they call that? Platform? No, it's, uh, there's a channel that sort of, but it, it's a specific name. I'll think of it. Okay. I'll think of it later. But what do you not do? Where do you not put your finger? Don't put your finger along the back. Mm -hmm. This is what most people do. Mm -hmm. And this is fine for feeding yourself. So if you're sitting at dinner and you're cutting your steak up or whatever, great. Right. With a smaller knife. With a small, with a steak knife. Even, you know, you can do that even with a paring knife. Yeah. Yeah. For close work, because that's what a paring knife is for. But when you use a big honking chef's knife and you put your finger along the back you don't have any stability and it will slide out from under you. And you do have the risk. You run the risk of cutting yourself. Yep. And that's why on worst cooks in America that Ann Burrell walks around with a Sharpie, Sharpie and Mark makes a big mark along the person's finger 
to remind them to not put their finger on the back of a knife. Yeah, it works. I, I, I don't know how well it works for them because they're kind of, they're really bad. Yeah, but in the moment they can see it. Oh, they, they can see it. it. You know, they'll, they'll stop doing it for a moment. Moment. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Just draw all over your finger. Yeah, so... So, don't rub your so hands on it. do not rub your hands on it. That's dumb. But I don't, I don't recommend to people to, when you're first learning how to hold a knife, to put your fingers down on the blade. Go with the handle. And as then, you get more and as you get more comfortable, then you can work your hand down. But it really, it has to do with what is comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of, oh, you have to do it this way. And guys, just because you have little tiny baby hands does not mean you use little tiny baby knives. <laughs> you still have to use a big boy knife. Yeah, you do. You really do. Unless you're, unless unless you're, you're like peeling an apple. Right. And do not use the big and knife. And do not use the big knife. Which is the that. only time that people but will use the That's the only knife. time people will use the big knife. I know. Knife. It's very weird. It's crazy. What's next? Next, okay, this is dumb too. Oh, good. Watermelons. What about them? They are notoriously round and cumbersome. Yeah? Yeah. So simply cut a slice off the bottom to keep the watermelon stable while you cut the rest. Oh, just give it a flat surface? Yeah. I mean, that I makes sense. I don't know sense. why. Yes, it does make sense. Why would they, why a watermelon? First of all, it's not summer. It's also slippery. So even if you cut the base off, it could slip off your board. Yeah. That's a very I weird... Would, I would say, I would have used as an example... A which potato? We, a potato, a cucumber, a carrot. You cut them lengthwise, you put the cut side down, and then they don't roll all over the place. This is why people ask us weird fucking questions in class. I know. You know, because yeah, they read, they read like this that. stuff and they're like, oh... Well, is this like cutting up a watermelon? Yeah. Well, I read this thing once about how to cut a watermelon. What the fuck? Yeah. Just, yeah. But I also, I would, well, I know it would be hard to just cut a watermelon in half. So I, I get the yeah. just cutting the bottom off. Yes. So it's stable. But you don't cut a watermelon like a pineapple. You know what I mean? You don't yeah, know I don't, it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So there's a lot of, I don't know about that in, in this little article. Yeah. What's next? To protect your fingers while slicing. Well, first of all, don't, don't rub your fingers over the knife, but to protect your fingers while slicing, curl your fingers inward and tuck your thumb behind your fingers. Use your knuckles to guide the knife as you cut. It, that's a really hard thing to that's explain very specific. with words. Yeah. But it's basically this. It's it's, it's crawl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so you don't, so you don't, because I mean, because we've, we've all done it, we, right? Yeah. You put your finger, you nip a little, you put your nail, thumb. or you nip your tip, yeah. nip your tip. <laughs> it's a different podcast. Yeah, um, that goes with the coconut oil. But yeah, just curl your fingers, and that does that does feel unnatural. That it does, does take first. practice. Yeah, yeah. Because and, it's hard to sometimes hold on to an object like that. Yeah. Like, how do you, yeah. Yeah, but that's one thing that you will see on, oh, like Master Chef yeah, and yeah, that like sort all of thing. All of us, they, they show you that, that you need to curl your fingers under mm -hmm. and tuck your nut, tuck your nut. Tuck your nut, <laughs> nip your tip. <laughs> new t-shirt. Tuck, tuck your thumb. Yeah, new t-shirts, yeah. Tiffany. <laughs> okay, so yes, cur absolutely curl. Yeah. Curling. 
Okay, and then the last one is, instead of using hard downward cuts, use a smooth slicing motion like a rocking boat. Yeah, because we find that too, right? People are, take their knife and they're like, dun, 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 and dun. class gets really loud. loud. And your home has to get loud. Yeah. I mean, that's loud. Yeah, it is. And I will say the rocking motion is also hard for people to understand. It is. But you have to, the idea is that you, you cut, okay, so here's what you're going to cut. So you start with your, the knife tip out beyond where you're cutting, but, and then you rock it back and then slide it through like this. So your knife is not really leaving the cutting it's like board. This. It's like a fish this in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and actually that motion is very important in when we do our pasta classes. Yes. When we're uh, cutting pasta, long pasta, mm -hmm. uh, because if you don't slide through the pasta sheet, if you do do the, dunk, dunk, the dunk, slam, dunk. you smash it. <laughs> you smash it, yeah. and then it's all smashed together, and then you can't, you know, then you don't have the magic mm -hmm. fluffing, and it because it doesn't work because you smashed all the pasta sheets together. Yeah, don't do that. No, do not. And yeah, it's the rocking motion is good for everything. Mincing, mincing. I mean, when people want to mince something and they make all that fucking. It, well, and you know, there's so many things. It's like picking the leaves off of the parsley or the cilantro. Right. You can just cut them. And just, you could just cut, you can just cut the stems off. Yeah. You're not going to lose anything. Look, there's so many tricks and hacks and, and things. You've got to find a good knife that fits your That's hand. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. A sharp knife. It doesn't have to be expensive. In it does fact, not. it's better if it's not. It does not need to be a $200 knife. No. We use the Sam's knives. They're two for $12. Fuck, I use them at home. Yeah. And I sharpen them every time, and then I throw them in the dishwasher when I'm done with them. And then when they don't keep an edge, which they will get to that point when they're gnarly. Yeah. Then you throw them away, and you get another one. For $6. For $6. It's fine. Yeah. It's really okay. And, yeah. But, but it is very important for you to... Before you, I mean, and I'm not saying don't ever buy an expensive knife, but you need to know what you like, what you like. Yeah. What you use. How heavy, because all knives are different weights. Mm -hmm. The blades are different. You know, some of them are, some of them are pointy like this. Mm -hmm. Some of them are, you know, squared, squared off. off. There's Chinese cleavers, yeah. you know, there's everything. Yeah. So you just have to be comfortable with whatever, you know, whatever weight, whatever size, but you don't want a little tiny knife. You want a good size, probably at minimum five to six inch chef's knife to learn what you like. Yeah. You know, and keep it sharp. Yeah. That's some, that really is the most important. That's thing. the most important thing. And if you want to call it a hack, you can call it a hack. But mm -hmm. It's got to be a sharp knife because, well, first of all, you tear everything up and then it's not fun to cook. And it's when easier you have, to when cut you have dull knife. Yes. Yes. It's much easier to cut yourself with a dull knife than a sharp knife. And it's no fun to cook. Yeah. It's no fun because it's so hard. It's just like so many other things. You have the right tools. It makes it easier, which makes it more fun. Exactly. Yeah. Because you can actually do it. You can do it. You Easily. Can do it. You can do it. Yes. So stay fresh. Knife bags.